Never suffer the buffer again. Always stay connected with 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Whether you're streaming on the sofa, gaming in the bedroom, or swiping in the bathroom. I said swiping. You'll never be without it. Switch your home to 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Availability subject to location requires Sky Broadband Ultrafast. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. 99.9% reliability based on time our broadband network works across our base. Have you taken a drive along Dublin's M50 recently? If you have, you may have noticed several large, nondescript grey blocks close to the Irish capital's ring road. These are data centres. Five years ago, the then government began a push to make Ireland the data centre capital of the world. And today, there are at least 70 of these data centres, which can have the electricity demands of a small city operating here in Ireland. And there's more coming. Popular video sharing app TikTok plans to open its first European data centre in Ireland with a price tag of $500 million. Data centres are now on track to consume at least a third of all Irish electricity by the end of this decade. But we're already in the middle of an energy crisis. Ireland faces power shortages over the next five winters unless action is taken. As the system shifts, there are serious concerns there may not be enough power to meet demand. So as we face into a winter with potential energy shortages, how sustainable are these data centres in the long run? I'm Sarah Pollock and this is In The News from The Irish Times. Today, if the government is worried about keeping the lights on this winter, why are we building more data centres? 9 Farrell is an energy and environmental economist with the Economic and Social Research Institute. Niall, can we just start with the basics? What is a data centre and why do we need them? So data centres, essentially, if you think about all the interaction you have with um, with your phone, all the apps, all the sort of storage that we have, nowadays it tends to happen online. So maybe back in the past where we would have a photo album with all our photographs gathering dust in the corner, now all that's, that sort of storage happens online. And it happens very much so in, in a business context where a lot of the storage that we would have, all our files, all our documents would have been stored locally, and then we would have to back it up. You might have journal hard drives, all that sort of stuff. All that happens now in a centralized location in the data center. And different data centers serve different functions. Some would be for storage, some would be for where you would interact with sort of streaming services, all these sort of services we have maybe on our phones like Spotify or Google Maps, all these sort of things you're interacting with. And it brings a lot of benefits, like it's more efficient to, to, to centralise these sort of processes, not to have them distributed across everybody's homes and everybody's local machines. And then it's also more secure. So we all know if you were working with data maybe 10 years ago, the stress that comes with trying to store it and back it up and all that sort of stuff. Now we can do that online in the cloud, as they call it. And it, it's a bit more secure. It takes that, that worry away. They consume a lot of electricity. And as a total, for example, in around 2020, they consumed somewhere around the same amount of electricity as all the rural households in Ireland. So rural dwellings consumed around 12% of our total electricity, and then data centres somewhere around that ballpark as well. Urban dwellings will be around 22%. What kind of impact, Niall, 
do these data centers have on our climate emissions and how much are they affecting Ireland's response to the climate crisis, which we've been hearing a lot about recently? Yeah, so like our climate targets at the moment are up to 80% of our demand to come from renewables. If we have increasing demand due to data centres, that means we have to increase the amount of renewables that we need to meet that target. And that means we need more wind wind capacity. That means we need to have more renewables on the system to meet our target if our demand goes up due to data centres. And that creates some sort of issues. So, for example, first of all, if we have to get more wind on the system, that increases the chance that we might not meet our targets because it's a bigger job to do. I think the main issue in terms of the electricity system is not so much the environmental impact. It really is a case of capacity. So to meet a level of demand, we need a certain amount of generators ready to go. And in recent years, and it's what has been happening is we have a capacity market. And the capacity market is there to try and procure capacity to make sure we have enough generators on the sidelines ready to be called upon when they're needed. In recent years, there's been a withdrawal of capacity. It hasn't been able to procure the, the levels that, that were desired. And that means that we're, we're at a stage where, and Airgrid have published a commentary on this, that we have tighter margins, perhaps, than we would have liked otherwise. So it means that we're getting, we don't have the same sort of safety net around demand, like demand must equal supply, but usually we have a bit in reserve. That bit is getting narrower due to this sort of uh, capacity issue. And recent statements by the government have, have acknowledged this this tension, essentially, that, that we have, on the one hand, industrial policy that favours data centres and we want to bring them here but then we have these sort of capacity constraints and the system can only accommodate a certain amount of electricity and we need to if we are bringing more data centres on stream well we have to be do so in a way that makes makes sure that we have sufficient capacity going forward For the last 10 years, Ireland's data centre industry has held their annual conference in Dublin, where they bring together industry experts to showcase new technologies, while also tackling issues like sustainability, energy capacity and how to be more green. Irish Times columnist Una Mullally went along to this conference last year to try and get an insight into the industry's thinking. Well, it's really interesting. You know, I love a good niche industry conference because you end up finding loads of information that you wouldn't get elsewhere and all of the conversations that that the industry is having internally always provides a different kind of perspective than you're going to get from politicians or the IDA or things that are said in the media because they're, they're talking to themselves. And the tone of that conference was really very much about how good Ireland was doing in terms of facilitating data centres, how Ireland should be the data centre capital of the world, how the policy was quite accommodating but also how to create acceptance for data centers to counter bad PR, to not have kind of people be alarmed by the energy consumption and all of that kind of stuff was being spoken about. And also the challenges around the infrastructure that data centers need. So people may think like, why is Ireland, has, has, has Ireland become this kind of hub for data centers and why they are they accelerating at, at such a pace? Because it's really a remarkable industrial rollout. And in terms of swiftness and impact, it may be the largest industrial kind of wave that we've seen in the in this country, not least because a lot of these data centers are, are hyperscale. You know, they're really, really massive. If anybody's ever kind of driven around the M50, you see these anonymous gray blocks that go on for, for ages. But the there's multiple reasons for it. The first one is very practical. Data centers are optimized in terms of their energy use 
when they are in particular climates. Data centers and the what it takes to run them uh, are hot. If you can imagine, uh, you know, when you have your laptop on your duvet, if you're watching Netflix or something, and all of a sudden the fan goes off and, and the back of it is really hot. So if you can imagine that in these like massive, massive um, buildings, what it takes to cool them down. And so a temperate climate is really important. A geographical location that has low seismic activity is important, but also it's the policy. It's really about the kind of the, how accommodating government policy is to particular industry. And in 2018, the government produced this thing called the government statement on the role of data centers in Ireland's enterprise strategy. It's quite a loose document. It's about 13 pages long and it draws in broad brushstrokes the context. And it says things like data centers directly contribute to job creation. But it also says as large consumers of electricity, data centers also pose particular challenges to the future planning and operation of a sustainable power system. Now, those two lines are really the push and pull regarding the data center boom in Ireland. That's where the tension is facilitating FTI, which is obviously of huge importance to Ireland in terms of employment and our tax take and our corporation tax take specifically, and then also protecting energy security and reaching our climate targets. So those are the the two things. But then last month, Una, in July, the government published a revised statement on the role of data centres in Ireland. What did it say? It was different to the last statement. It had more detail in it. And it set out these kind of six agreed principles. And one of which is, is kind of reading between the lines, what the government seems to want to do is kind of end speculative data centers. So these are data centers built by developers who don't necessarily have a client attached to them or, or like a, a key tenant attached to them. And they'll build them and then get, get that in. What the government wants to do is say, you know, maybe less of those. But, you know, if a tech company says that they need this, um, then, yeah, that's fine. So, Una, let's talk about the amount of energy used by these centres. Multinational tech companies are ploughing millions of euro into renewable energy sources. But as we know, a lot of that energy is then used to power their own data centres. Having said that, isn't more renewable energy on this island just a good thing, regardless of who makes it happen or produces it? I think when most people think about um, renewable energy, the perception is we're replacing like with like. We use electricity that is generated by coal burning and previously peat burning power stations, and that's dirty electricity. So we're going to transition to renewable clean energy to generate electricity, primarily onshore and offshore wind farms. But because data centers are the primary driver of electricity demand in Ireland, and because they use so much electricity, so much, I mean, the growth is is wild where we've got to a stage now where they use 14% of all of our meter electricity. That's 2% more than all rural dwellings combined. So what's happening is that we're not necessarily transitioning from dirty to clean electricity in a like for like manner. What we're doing is we're building wind farms to create clean energy, a lot of which will be used by data centers. And you know, these concepts of sustainability and sustainability is such a malleable world word and means loads of things to different people. But fundamentally, it's not about creating more energy to use more. I don't know if that's kind of a the more for more is, is you know, uh, a very sustainable goal. Another argument that the government regularly makes in relation to any tech company development and expansion is that it will only create more jobs in Ireland. 
But how many jobs can data centers actually provide once construction is finished and pretty much everything is running electronically? Yeah. So in real terms, they don't create employment. Um, in, in real direct terms, they create employment in construction phase, which any large construction project would. But as you say, these uh, data centers are not designed to be populated by people. They are very thin on the ground in terms of people who who, who manage them. It's, as you say, done um, electronically, robotically, and so on. There's a lot, there's employment opportunities, certainly for various Irish software companies or engineering companies or data cooling technology companies. But what the government says is, okay, so there may not be like a thousand people going to work in this place when it's finished, but FDI creates a lot of employment. The tech companies themselves that use the data centers create a lot of employment. So they're kind of linking those two things. Now, the tech companies have operated here without uh, previous to this really accelerated data center boom happening. So it's a tricky one to kind of distill. And a lot of people will make the argument as well, going like, look, these, these things have to be built somewhere. Why not Ireland? Why, why are we saying, no, build them somewhere else? Other people may say, you know, this is exploitative in terms of our, um, you know, a- energy security and our, and our climate targets. And so I, I, that, those are really the kind of two ideological points of view and there's plenty of people in the middle who are you know, not thinking about it or just see it as we're being more myopic about it. But it is clear that we have specific climate targets. We have specific emissions targets. We struggle with capacity on our electricity grid. We had to turn a coal burning power station back on. Um, we have not invested as rapidly as we should have done as a state in terms of wind energy. And at the same time, we have the primary driver of that demand in this country being data centers going towards uh, around a third of our electricity use by the time this decade is out, you know, and that's coming, that's, you know, in seven years. And that concern about the security of our own energy supplies, that came to a head last week when the Commission for the Regulation of Utilities clashed with the IDA, Ireland's Foreign Direct Investment Agency. Una, can you tell me what happened there? So this is an argument that has been going on for over a year, and it kind of started when the CRU, um, with regards to the capacity of the grid, said, look, we have to have a moratorium on data center connections to the grid in the greater Dublin area. Dublin is overloaded. We can't sustain this. And when that happened, you know, the data center industry and indeed the IDA kind of went into panic mode going, no, you can't do this. There's so much stuff in planning. This is our policy. We need to continue this. And Martin Shanahan, um, who who was stepping down as a head of the IDA, but at the time he intervened and he, um, you know, got onto the head of AirGrid. This is reported in in the business post and subsequently elsewhere um, to basically say, no, you know, you you can't do this. Um, This is totally counter to the conversations and the relationships that we have with tech companies and with the data center industry more generally. And so CRU and Agra came back and they said, okay, well, 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 there's not really a moratorium. We'll examine things on a case-by-case basis. Now, because of the war in Ukraine, because of the energy crisis, because of the winter of discontent that we're kind of coming into with energy rationing, this is coming up again. And so um, what the CRU has said uh, this time, what it said last week is that it's saying, okay, 
you don't have your moratorium and, and Neil Martin has also kind of fudged the moratorium issue as well. So we need to um, be careful about energy this winter. And what we want to do is we want to impose these peak tariffs on large industrial consumers. So basically that the price would be kind of so high that the only option that large industrial consumers code for data centers would have would be, be to kind of um, cut demand and basically be more efficient. The IDA does not like this at all. They're basically saying, you know, yes, you know, the, the security of our energy is really important, but also important uh, are the data centers. They need to stay online. They need to keep their supply going. Um, and we're going to have to figure this out with regards to constraints. I mean, the other thing is for the for the consumer, for the average person, you know, how does this impact people? Well, you know, one of the things that it does, and I find it curious that that opposition politicians in particular aren't really picking up on this, is that the price of electricity, the price of metered electricity is all based on supply and demand. You know, demand goes up, the price goes up. The primary driver of demand of electricity in Ireland are data centers. One politician has brought that up in the door. Um, funnily enough, Dennis Nocton. And, and he put this the, the, to uh, Pascal Dunne, who's saying you now that the state, the government is effectively subsidizing um, the, this kind of electricity demand for data centers while consumers are paying huge prices for electricity while companies are making huge profits. And Pascal Dunne, who came back to him and said, well, you know, they're, they're, you know, really vital infrastructure and data centers are part of the ecosystem of our, you know, of, of big tech and our FDI. And well, he didn't use those words, but it was that kind of flavor. But that is a, th a thing as well. And when people are being, you know, it's been hot in Ireland over the past uh, two weeks, you know, and when people are talking about water conservation, when people are saying, you know, don't water your plants, don't use the garden hose, all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, are data centers being told to conserve water? Or, you know, when you're freaking out of your electricity bill and, and indeed, you know, the state is literally handing out money um, to kind of ease the cost of living crisis with regards to energy bills well what's happening with how much electricity the data centers are using so there is a connection between the general consumer or household or average person and the broader kind of energy consumption thing and water consumption thing that we're that we're looking at so una how do you see this situation the push and pull over energy usage and data centers how do you see that unfolding over the next few weeks and months? That tension between the IDA, between CRU, between Airgrid and between government is going to increase because Ireland is not prepared or really having the conversation around energy rationing that is happening in other European countries where it is a much more live issue. We know the geopolitical reasons for that. We're not directly uh, connected to the Russian gas for example, you know, so I, under, I understand that we've received exemptions with regards to um, various uh, energy rationing um, things that are coming in at an EU level. But that is going to ramp up. It's going to ramp up not just around when it's summertime with heat and water conservation, um, but in winter uh, with regards to electricity demand, if, we, if there's a really cold winter, <laughs> Um, or, or things like that, and we have to ration electricity while these, you know, massive centers are, are operating goodo, I think that's going to become a real political issue because our energy security is, you know, there's, is there a more fundamental thing in terms of government function than keeping the lights on? 
you know that that's that's a real issue that Europe is facing into this winter and if so much electricity is being used by data centers while people are being asked to turn off lights in their hallways and things like that I think it'll start to land I think people will start to make the connections about how the infrastructure of big tech dictates an awful um, lot of stuff for us that we don't necessarily see and I think fundamentally that's my my issue in it it's not just about governments you know walking into Facebook's office and talking you know uh, highly about the metaverse and all that kind of stuff it's actually about the physical infrastructure that is around us in these anonymous buildings off motorways that are having and may have an actual impact in our daily life uh, as soon as this winter. Una Malali, thanks so much for your time today. That's it for today. My thanks to our guests, Niall Farrell and Una Malali. This episode was produced by Suzanne Brennan. In the News will be back on Wednesday. Always stay connected with 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Switch your home to Sky Broadband today. See sky.ie for more.